Hello and welcome to another edition of Podcast Open Mic. I'm Lorenzo and uh, this is episode number 89. And I have in the studio Hannah Harleen. Welcome. Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, Hannah uh, is a sometime host of uh, Locomotives. That's true. Occasionally, uh, Michael will have me come in and co-host with him. But I was previously an on-air DJ, I think a couple years ago, um, and starting way back when I I started college at USM, I think in 2011, um, just off and on. And I had a show for a little bit called Dole Vibes, which was a Punjabi music show, um, which I, yeah, it's been a couple of years, almost three years since I've had that show. And I've I haven't really been to MPG for a while until Michael asked me to come and co-host, so it's been nice to be back. Yeah, I don't know much about Punjabi music. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot to know. Um, a lot of what I played would, would be... So Punjab is a region in uh, northern India and Pakistan, mm-hmm. and um, they have, you know, a lot of... There's a lot, there's a lot going on. The music is very lively and upbeat the folk music that comes from Punjab and a lot of what I would play would be a little bit of traditional but a lot of it was uh, modern mixed with folk I so think I remember your show actually yeah yes. oh cool yeah it was a really fun time some Bollywood thrown in there yeah occasionally stuff. I'd play some Bollywood um, a little bit of a, you know something for everybody and it's interesting because I I took a few years away from all of that um, I wanted to explore some other things and then I recently refound my love for it so I'm getting back into it and uh, maybe there's an opportunity to come back to MPG and you know do my show again so we'll sure. see yeah yeah, I, I've known Michael forever, as I told you. and He's uh, great. He's wonderful. He did uh, podcast Open Mic number one. Oh, well, that's great. And we're waiting for him to return. He was uh, running his uh, rock opera. That's awesome. Yeah, he played yeah. some, or he sent some music to me. I didn't even know he was a musician until um, a little bit after I met him, and he sent some of his music. And, you know, there's so many really cool people here, and I'm really yeah. glad that he and I connected. So, yeah. Great. Yeah, I've, I've, I think I've hosted... Um, Locomotives twice, and it was the same band both times. Really? It wasn't my doing. No, it was just <laughs> a coincidence. Wow. What was the band? Oh, golly. Um, it was a bluegrass band, and I okay. the name escapes me. All right. So, yeah. So tell me about yourself. Sure. Okay. Well, I am an R&B vocalist, as I'm now describing myself, because for a long time I would say I was a jazz vocalist. That's how I started when I was 12 or 13. Um, my parents raised me listening to jazz music, and I fell in love with Ella Fitzgerald's voice. And so I decided, you know, I want to sing. I want to sing like her. So I would sing around the house. I'd sing her, you know. She has a, an album where she has Gershwin, all Gershwin tunes she's singing, and that's what my mom, I remember she would put that CD on all the time. And uh, I would sing along with it, and so I decided, Mom, I want voice lessons, and I want to sing like her. And I think one of the first tunes I ever sang for my voice lessons was Fascinating Rhythm. Um, so that's what started it all. And since then, you know, I, I started in jazz. That's my foundation. But since then, I, I've developed into, you know, wider, you know, spectrum of of sounds and genres and uh, mostly focused in uh, focused on the R&B neo soul type of music and that's what I write I write um, you know music that has those elements it's a little bit of jazz it's a little bit of neo soul it's a little bit of R&B 
um, a little bit of pop now to some of my newer stuff. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I always consider myself a jazz singer first, but you know, I can do a lot of things, I think. Were so. your parents musical? Not really. My Music lovers. Uh. Yeah, music lovers, music appreciators. My grandfather, my dad's dad was a jazz drummer, had a huge collection of jazz records and, you know, he has, he had everything, books, CDs, uh, you know, posters all over the wall. Like he was a jazz fanatic. Um, but you know, neither of my parents are musicians. My mom has a nice singing voice, but she never developed it. So I think I get that from her, but I think I also get my ear from, uh, both of them. Cause they both, you know, they have a good taste in music. So, yeah. yeah. And so how long have you been writing? I've been writing. Well, that's a funny, that's a, that's a funny question because I think, I really started, truly started writing when I was five years old. I wrote a song on the piano when I was five called Friends with a Heart, or Friend with a Heart, that's what it was called. My dad likes to remind me of that story because I always forget that's how I started in music, period. Um, I think we just had a piano in the house and I started, you know, plunking away at it and I wrote a song and it obviously wasn't a very good song, but, you know, it was the first song I ever wrote. I don't remember how it goes. Obviously, I was five. Um, By five-year-old standards, it was probably I'm sure, good. yeah, I'm sure. Um, that's what my parents tell me anyway, but, um, you know, really seriously songwriting, it's only been about a year, I would say. Um People had been asking me, friends have been asking me to, you know, write originals. When are you going to start writing, writing original music? And it's, it's kind of a scary thing to do, you know, especially, you know, when you start and then, you know, someone like me, I have a lot of, I had a lot of self-doubt, a lot of uh, self-consciousness. And so I would start and I'm like, oh, this is cheesy. This isn't, this is terrible. Um, I think I, when I was 16, I started a band, a jazz band with some friends, mm -hmm. you know, in high school. And we did a lot of jazz standards, and I took a stab at writing a couple songs. And that was, like, I think the last time until recently. Um, and, again, it was like, ah, oh, these songs aren't very good, and, you know, no one's going to like my writing. Um, but then a couple years ago, I had a terrible breakup that, like, broke my heart into a million pieces. And, you know, I did everything to try to move past the pain. And then I was like, you know what, I haven't tried, I haven't tried writing about it. And... So I did, and that was the first song that I ever wrote since, you know, the silly, you know, songs I wrote when I was in high school or whatever, the song that I wrote mm -hmm. when I was five. So that was a couple of years ago, and, um, you know, I wrote another original after that, and then I just took a long time away from it because I'm like, ah, no one really, you know, this isn't good. But then something happened last year where I just was really inspired I was like you know what I'm gonna try this again so um I wrote a song called space and time and I released that I think last summer um and I've I have been on this like this role since then I just can't stop writing it's so fun and it it's really helped me express feelings and I didn't realize how, how amazing songwriting can be until just recently. So to answer the question, the long-winded answer is that um, I guess like seriously writing for about a year and okay. not even really, like, you know, I have barely scratched the surface because, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a baby at songwriting basically. Like I'm really new to it. So, you know, I have maybe 10 originals at this point and many more ideas floating around in my head, but um, you know, still s super new to it. 
And there's a lovely video on YouTube. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, for Space and Time, which actually yeah. was nominated for Music Video Portland Award. Um, I was up for Best R&B Video, and there were a bunch of other great videos. Um, and at the this group called Big Daddy Gang, and they're in high school, and they won. Uh, they totally, like, they killed it. They deserved to win. They had this wonderful video with an amazing dancer, and the song was very you know just very well produced and they're in high school and i was so Mm -hmm. excited for them and that motivated me more i'm like wow you know what like i want to keep doing this for the rest of my life so um space and time put your uh video together oh oh, no no you're fine you're fine oh no what was your question go ahead oh and who uh helped you put uh time and space together space and time time, yeah (laughs) space and time was um i mean it's a very simple video so the concept was Uh, basically put together by myself and Ellis Ducharme. And he has a production company called King City Productions, I believe. I should know that. Um, And yeah, we just wanted to do, well, I wanted to do something very simple, elegant, Mm -hmm. um, you know, nothing too big because the song is simple. So we just found an attic or he found an attic, you know, in somebody's house that he knew. And we you know, set it to black and white and had a little bit of a smoke machine going. And it was just, that was it. Very low budget, but at the same time, it really, I feel like it perfectly, um, you know, it um, encapsulated what I wanted to express with the song. So, yeah. Well, I think it did. Yeah. Thanks. And so what song did you want to play today? Okay, so the song that I want to play, um, and I have a few more. I, I'm actually working on an EP. I'm trying to, mm. you know, maybe get it done by the summer, but I'm realizing that, you know, I am a perfectionist, and it's going to take a while. It's not going to take, you know, two weeks to do it. So I'm aiming for the summer to get a five- or six-track EP together. Um, but I do have a few singles out. Space and Time is one of them. The other one I actually released before, and it's called Don't Give Your Love Away. But the song that I want to play on the podcast today is called Songbird. And um, I think that was right after Space and Time. It was the second um, the second single that I released that year. And the story behind it is, it, you know, this breakup that I had inspired a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really helped. It really helped me get through the pain. But this one in particular, it's, you know, it's not necessarily aimed at the person but it's about the feelings that you have when you see a past lover with someone new and how conflicted that you feel because you want to be happy for them but you're also like you know oh my gosh you know this person is obviously so much better than I am and like you don't deserve it or you know I'm still hurt I'm still mad at you I'm still in pain from this and just kind of like getting through those feelings and um you know, it's a little, it's a little salty. It's a little bit of a, maybe a, a jab. Um, it, but it, it really, it, it helped me get through s- some of the the worst of it. Um, but it's called Songbird and yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't, I haven't heard it yet. We're going to add a little later, a little behind the scenes dealy here. Um, so I'll ask you before I hear it, who, who played on it? It was produced by Marshall Manuel, who goes by M3 Music. And he's someone that I connected with. So this this whole songwriting world, um, there's so many things you can do. You can have live musicians. Um, but one thing that I do is I, I work with producers. And so mm-hmm. I've had people make beats for me or I find beats or I find producers who are making, you know, the type of music that I'm interested in. And I connected with Marshall through a friend, a, a singer, a local singer here. Uh, her name is Susie. 
Assam, and she had, you know, had a song produced by this guy. I was like, oh, he seems really good. And so I looked I looked up his music. I'm like, wow, I'd love to work with him. And, he, you know, he's a super nice guy. And I actually have another song I'm working on produced by him for my EP. And, um, yeah, so Marshall Manuel, I think he's based in New York, okay. I believe. So, yeah. And you were part of the process? Of, uh... I mean, I basically just said, can you make me a jazzy R&B type beat? And he did. So oh. that's really it. Um, I didn't give him a, a concept. I don't think I even had a concept until he sent it back to me. And then I was like, oh, this is a little bit sassy. I'm going to write something sassy to this. So, yeah, that was really it. Okay. Oh, so I should plug where I record. Because, by all means. Yeah. I've recorded, I think, pretty much all of my music at Penumbra Recordings in South Portland, right on Broadway. Um, J- Jason Whitmore is an excellent, excellent engineer. And he mixes and masters everything for me as well. So um, I've done 95% of my, you know, like I think one song I didn't record there, maybe two songs, but he's, you know, super great to work with. So I live in South Portland. I drive down Broadway every day. I had no idea it was a studio. Yeah. Well, there isn't yeah. a sign or anything, but um, it's a really great place to record. Um, you know, it's an affordable place to record and the energy is great. Jason is just a wonderful person on top of just having the knowledge and the experience in what he's doing. So I, you know, it's hard for me to want to record anywhere else, but at the same time, I know there's a lot of really great studios around here. We're really lucky in a small city like Portland. Um, and even in Maine, you know, not just Portland, there's plenty of places where you can record and, you know, people who know what they're doing. So, yeah. Well, let's hear Songbird and we'll be right back. Okay. Pretty little 
can you think of all the things that I did right? She sings to So this was written about how long ago? You would uh, a year ago. Okay. Yep. And and how many how many songs do you have under your belt? Do you think at this point? Let's see. That I have as part of my like my rotation of songs that I'm I'm currently performing. Let's see. I have to I have to count. One, two, three. I guess maybe like six or seven. Not even. I think I think I, I think I said ten. No, I have one. So. But there's actually like. Finished songs, six, ten in the works. Um, as I said, I'm hope, hoping to release an EP by the summertime, um, and that will include um, Sarah Violet's going to be on that, um, Miles Bullen, both friends of mine, both very talented artist friends of mine, um, and hopefully some other artists I'll be collaborating with. I actually really enjoy collaborating. I like having my my solo tracks, but it's really fun to collaborate with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping to have some some more artists on there as well. And you had mentioned a new song. Yes. Did you have so, a little snippet of? Yes, I'm going to share just a little snippet. This is a, an exclusive snippet of a song called Waves. It's going to be my next single and also going to be on my EP that I'll be releasing. And... It's a very, the subject matter is new for me. It's more of a sexy song, and I'm not, I don't usually write about that, but I'm trying something different, and I'm working on a video with Ellis, the person who directed Space and Time, so mm-hmm. very exciting. And that'll be out when, do you think? Good question. Uh, it depends on the video, depends on a few things, but hopefully sometime in the beginning of February or mid-February. Okay. So it's a little snippet. Is it all done? Yeah. Almost. Okay. I'm waiting for but the we video. We got the part that's done. Yeah. You got, this is the hook to okay. Waves, the, my favorite part of the song, I would say. So. Okay, Here great. it is. Personal stuff. 
Um, and I'm shy. Like, I'm still shy about my songwriting because it's so new. I'm like, oh, pe- are people going to like it? Is this, you know? And so far, the response from what I've put out has been excellent. I'm really happy about that. So getting over that that fear, because, um, you know, for me, it's pretty easy to sing a jazz standard. That's like, yeah, I've been doing that for years, but to, to perform an original piece, especially one that's about something very real, that's, yeah, it's nerve-wracking. So yeah. um, that's a gig I have lined up. And then the next gig um, that I have is March 7th at Book and Bar in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I've never played there. I actually haven't even been there yet. Um, and that's going to be with Words of Phrase, who is a hip-hop artist, and E-Turn who's a female MC. I think they're flying her out from, I don't even know where she's coming from, but she's, uh, I hadn't heard of her before. I listened to her music and I'm super blown away. Um, mm. I love female MCs. I think it's so cool. So I'm excited to open up for her. She's headlining the show. Um, and then after that, I have a few summer gigs that are still, wor- you know, working out the dates and stuff, but hopefully many more. Once I get, you know, a bunch of originals under my belt, I want to perform as much as possible. So. And is your musical available online? Yes. On all streaming platforms, Uh which is something new for me to say because I didn't even know that that was a possibility for me until like, you know, very, very recently. So I have music on iTunes, Spotify. I have a couple videos on my YouTube channel and all you have to do is just look up Hannah Harleen. I'm I'm 99% sure I'm the only Hannah Harleen out there. Um, So yeah, you can just search my name and you'll find something. Well, great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. It was very exciting. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm super excited. I'm, I'm really excited for 2020 in particular. I think this is going to be my one of my best years artistically. So. Well, good. And we hope to hear you back on the WMPG Airwaves again. Yes, I would love that. I'd love to hear your show again. Now, it's coming back to me, and I really yeah. I did enjoy listening to it. Thank you. And, you know, that's another part of my life that's super important that I don't get to talk about a lot because, you know, I've been do- doing so much with the singing, but Punjabi music and um, Sikhism, Sikhi, is a really important part of my life. Um, are you familiar with Sikhism? I'm not. Well, it's the fifth largest... Uh, major religion in the world and it, one of my goals is to not only learn more about Sikhi but to teach people because it's it's you know one of the largest religions but a lot of people don't know about it so um, and it definitely ties in a lot with my interests in Punjabi music and culture and so that's another big part I would love to get back on MPG and share that as soon as I can so yeah so how did you, I have to know, how did you discover Punjabi? And not that you sure. discovered it. But no, right. It was um, there. I was introduced right. to it, yeah. Um, that would be about, I mean, really a long time ago. It's funny because my dad introduced it to me by accident. He shared a song. He's like, oh, this sounds really cool. I think you'd like it. And it was, you know, some Punjabi, like a pop singer. And I loved it. And ever since then, I've kind of... I was dabbling in it and I fell in love with Bollywood music and then I learned more about like Punjabi music specifically and you know that culture and um, I don't know what it is about it but I've never felt more connected or you know t- to some to something that you know I wasn't born in the culture I wasn't raised into it but you know some people fall in love with Japanese culture or French culture and for mm-hmm. me like it's Punjabi music and culture and the yeah, language yeah. too. And it's great to hear, you know, someone with a show on MPG who is, is so passionate. Very much. About, their, you know, what they're playing. Yeah. And I found that with you. Yeah. So, well, great. let's see. Let's, let's see what the, the future holds or, the, you know, 2020 this year holds for me. And if there's time to fit it in, I would love to come back and at least sub 
someone's show. But um, for now, I'm very, very focused on the music thing, and I'm really excited about that. So And occasional co-host at our local Exactly. I think the next one I'm doing is in February, so, you know, keep an ear out for that. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah. And if you have something original you'd like to share, get in touch with me at podcast, open mic, that's M-I-C, at gmail.com. I'm Lorenzo, and we'll talk again soon.